Hi there, Caitlin here. Our mission at EB Academics is simple. Help middle school ELA teachers take back their time outside of the classroom by providing them with engaging lessons, planning frameworks, and genuine support so that you can become the best version of yourself, both inside and outside of the classroom. So if you think you might be ready to try something new because you know you simply cannot continue the way that you have been, that I'd invite you to take a moment to check out the EB Teachers Club, the EB Writing Program, or the EB Grammar Program by visiting the links in the description of the podcast. We hope to continue to support you within one of our programs in the future. And in the meantime, we look forward to serving you right here on the podcast each week. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode on the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. I'm excited for this episode. We're going to make the argument for using graphic novels in your classroom. This is something I feel like that comes up time and again. Should we use this? Should we not use this? And if you scroll through any middle school ELA Facebook group, you're bound to find posts like, I think I want to try a graphic novel this year. Does anyone have any suggestions? Or I'd like to try a graphic novel unit, but I've never read one. Does anyone have any ideas or can anyone recommend a good graphic novel that's fun that aligns with the sixth grade standards, right? It's kind of like hard to find something that's going to work with our students um, that's also academic in the way that we want it to be. And I remember I actually taught a graphic novel with freshmen um, when I taught high school and they loved it. It was Mouse. It was during our Holocaust unit. It was really just a fantastic addition to our unit. And while there seems to be like a lot of interest in trying out a graphic novel with our students, there's just as much uncertainty. You know, what book am I going to pick? How am I even going to teach it? Is it engaging enough for our students? You know, is it academic enough for my students? Or what do I need to do differently than teaching a typical typical novel? Because it is different. I mean, it really is different at the end of the day um, in terms of the way that it's structured for our students, in terms of the way that we read it. So today we're going to unpack all things graphic novels and really make the case why this is the year to try one out with your students, to read one with them in class. Um, And plus, we're going to share a ton of tips that just might make this your, I don't know, new favorite literature unit, perhaps. So definitely make sure that you are open to the idea of this kind of new thing to bring into your classroom with your students. So to give you some background um, information, our team worked to create a graphic novel resource, and we did some additional research. Pat, one of our curriculum writers, she really dived into this to come up with like, what is the case for graphic novels, right? Why should we be teaching them in school? And so we wanted to share some of that information with you. I think this is really interesting. So this comes from an article in the English Journal, and it's the author Gretchen Schwartz. And she says in this article, it's called Expanding Literacies Through Graphic Novels. But she really says that there's an argument for using graphic novels in schools based on the need that students need to learn multiple literacies. And I think that is so, so true, because when you think about it, we now live in a society that's completely dominated by the media. Think of your middle schoolers or your own children, right? They are bombarded with social media, films, TV shows, magazines, websites, and they need to learn how to effectively navigate their way through all that print all the graphics. What is the message I'm receiving? How did the author of that text like convey that message? There's a lot happening there. So graphic novels can be incredibly helpful in providing students with an opportunity to not just pay attention to the typical literature elements like plot, character, setting, right? But also the visual elements, things like color, 
panel, shading, font, perspective, even how the images are organized. And because this structure can be found in so much media, an effective graphic novel unit can really help students learn these strategies, learn these techniques, and then analyze them so that they can apply them to what they're being bombarded with outside of the classroom. And this application of their learning is crucial outside of the classroom. Think about this, right? In that same article, Schwartz points out the world of college writing has changed. Younger students likewise read and create arguments and do research in ways beyond simple print. I see that with my own fifth grade son, right? It's not anymore just like read this text and write a short response. Yes, there's a time and place for that, but he's like creating presentations and creating these projects that are very complex. And a graphic novel unit, it really offers an engaging medium for students. It asks them to analyze information and persuasion in different ways. And I think that is just so cool and such an awesome opportunity for us as teachers to bring that into the classroom. So in order to set your students up for success in navigating a variety of texts and then writing about them, which they're going to have to do in high school and in college, maybe even beyond, the types of literature that we teach in middle school really gets to be examined again and again. And we question like, why am I doing this particular unit? Or could I add a graphic novel unit into my curriculum this year? Yeah. And I want to add like a little personal anecdote before we go on to this. When I was in high school, I had a teacher, Mr. Yeager, who I've talked about before. He's the reason Mm -hmm. I wanted to be an English teacher. Um, I feel like he was just ahead of the curve. I mean, we were in high school, what I'm coming up on my 20 year high school reunion. And what that's, you know, beside the point, (laughs) that feels like a million years ago. Um, But we had a class called Postmodern American Literature, and we studied not just texts, we studied songs, we studied films, we studied all different kinds of things, because what it did is it taught us to think critically about any of the things that we are consuming, right? So we watched Fight Club, we studied Fight Club, what is Fight Club saying about society? Like, I just found it such a fascinating experience as a kid to listen to a John Mayer song and like realize oh my gosh, she actually has a message in this. Whereas Mm -hmm. prior to that class, I just kind of like sang the song and didn't ever think about the lyrics. But that was, you know, one of the ones that stands out for me is waiting on the world to change. And like, if you go back and you read those lyrics and you study those lyrics, he has so much deeper meaning behind it. So it's just an interesting, I think, perspective of giving our students this opportunity to view the world around them through a critical lens, through an analytical lens, and not just, you know, absorbing anything that comes into them without asking questions, without being willing to dig underneath. What are they actually saying? What does this mean? Um, I don't know if you watch um, Painkillers on Netflix. I haven't seen that one. It's a like docu. It's not a. It's actually like a docu series. It's not. It's not a documentary. Actually, it's with actors. So it's like a a, a drama series based on mm-hmm. reality, and okay. it's about um the drug oxycotton. And I have watched this. Okay. 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 Yeah. So there's the beeping um fire alarm in the house of um the main guy, whatever the sh- I can't think of their their last name. Um, but like, what does that mean? I'm watching, I'm like, what does this mean? You know, and it, like, why did the why did the director of this drama series like keep doing that? You know, so it's just interesting. I feel like because I've taken classes like that, because I've studied film in a different way, and I'm not like a film student, but because I've spent time like thinking about what does this mean? I'm sitting there watching this like through a totally different lens than my husband on the couch next to me, who isn't really like into like 
looking underneath the surface of things. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, just another like side note that even as an adult, I'm sitting there watching and thinking critically and thinking differently about a film that I'm observing, you know? And like, once you learn it, you can't ever go back. It's like now totally. look at everything through that lens. It is really cool. Yeah. And so like going back into the graphic novel, because a graphic novel unit might be, you know, new for your students, it might be unusual, might be weird, quote unquote, right? You're already going to get students buying because it's like, oh, wait, this is different right? It looks different. It has a different visual appeal. The topics are diverse, generally speaking, when we're looking at graphic novels and the accessibility of the reading. You know, we're looking at text in a totally different way. And so the diverse topics that you will find in graphic novels is really exciting, knowing that you can really reach so many different students and engage them in their learning. And according to the article in the English Journal, um, I want to read a little quote for you. It says, many graphic novels offer more diverse voices than traditional textbooks and can open up discussion about issues such as social justice. And this makes total sense as more and more graphic novels are written and made available for our young readers. And so many of you have probably heard of the graphic novel adaptation of the crossover. Um, there are so many more engaging, diverse graphic novels available that might be of interest to your students, whether for a novel unit or independent reading. And I'm actually going to give you four different ones that you can write down and check out. So there's New Kid by Jerry Craft. And this novel follows, I'm sorry, graphic novel follows Jordan, who's a young African-American boy, as he navigates the challenges of being, you know, one of the few students of color in a prestigious private school. And this book is great because it touches on the topics of identity, of race, of fitting in, you know, what a pertinent topic, you know, to discuss with our students. Another one is American Born Chinese by Jean Luen Yang, and this is an award-winning graphic novel that connects three different stories, and for this one, topics include cultural identity and, again, the struggle to fit in, which is what so many of our middle school students are going through. Another one is El Defo by Cece Bell. This is an autobiographical novel telling the story of how Cece became deaf after a childhood illness and her experiences with her hearing aid. And topics for this one include friendship, self-acceptance, and embracing differences. Again, what great topics to discuss with our middle schoolers. And then the last one that we want to give you is When Stars Are Scattered. And this is by Victoria Jameson and Omar Mohammed. And this graphic novel is based on a true story. It tells about the lives of two Somali refugee brothers living in a refugee camp. And topics for this one include resilience and hope. So even just in those four examples alone, look at the variety of culture that we're able to talk about with our students, the variety of backgrounds, of different upbringings. Um, I just think it's really such a powerful way to have difficult conversations that really get to be had with our students in our classrooms. Absolutely. And so whether you're looking for a graphic novel that is told through a social justice lens or honestly like that just covers any of your standards or any literary genre that you want to teach in class, you're going to find something that will appeal to your students. It will help them develop their critical thinking skills in a unique format. And it will be really interesting for you to teach. I think you're going to be really engaged in it. So some ideas for narrowing down your search, because like Caitlin said at the beginning, so many of these Facebook groups are like, I want to try one, but where do I start? What should I teach? Which one is the best to use, right? What you can do is you can actually go on chat GPT and just type in what are some examples of different genres and titles for graphic novels in middle school. And a whole list is going to come up for you. At least it's going to get you started. If any of them appeal to you, you can like 
research that one further. And it's going to take you like kind of on a, I don't know, what's that? A different path, I guess, where you're going to find other titles. And yes, you might get sucked in and it might be a half hour of your time, but isn't that well worth it, right? To find a really inspiring novel to use with your own students. And then once you've selected your graphic novel for your unit of study, then it's really time to start thinking about how am I going to teach it to my students? Because it is different than a typical novel. So we really need to spend time thinking about that. And it's really a perfect opportunity for direct instruction for your students. Before they start reading, they need to know all about panels. They need to focus on how did the author and the illustrator sequence the events of the story? How did they include the dialogue? How are they narrating this differently than if it was just written out in text, right? What are the visual details they included? Why is the font the way it is? What's going on in the foreground, in the background? What's happening with these angles, right? Some of the pictures seem like they're really far away. The distance has changed. There's long shots and then there's medium shots. And then there's some really ones that are close up. What does that mean? What does that tell me as the reader? Is color being used? Are there character expressions? Like there's so much we get to go over with our students. And like we were saying earlier, once they learn these things, then there's no going back. They can't help but read the graphic novel through these lens. And they're going to bring it up and say like, oh, this is a long shot. What do you think that means? And then you're going to have a really rich discussion around it. And yes, I get it. Like it can sound intimidating. That's a lot of stuff you have to cover with your students. And maybe you're like, I don't even know those things, right? But when you take the time to learn about those things, it's really going to pay off your students and you are going to get so much more out of the graphic novel experience. And we do have you covered there. So we've done the research, we've done the hard work for you. So if you're an EV Teachers Club member, you actually have access to an activities for any graphic novel resource. And it includes in there like a completely done for you presentation that covers all of those concepts. And that's really your direct instruction for your students. And then in addition to that, there's all these practice activities for your students before they begin reading their graphic novel. So there's a fun panel prediction activity that's, I promise, it's going to hook them and get them excited about reading your novel. And you can actually use one of your monthly coupon codes to grab this resource that's inside your dashboard ready for you. And then once your students have a grasp, they're like, okay, I understand angles and I understand what's different about the font or the character expressions. Well, then you actually get to read your novel. So now it's time for activities, right? You want to really get your students analyzing the graphic novel itself. So things like annotation activities, character comics that analyze the characters, more comics that have to do with conflicts, right? Person versus person, person versus self, person versus society. Those are all things that are really going to engage your students. Maybe you do some visual summaries with them. Maybe you have them adapt a section of the graphic novel and turn it into a reader's theater production, right? You want to consider how can you take the activities you're doing while you're reading the graphic novel and incorporate like a visual or an artistic component that aligns with the structure, with the setup of the graphic novel itself. Yeah. And so to wrap that up with your graphic novel unit, students can create a new graphic novel cover for the book that you just read. So that gets them to apply, you know, everything that they learned about visual details, about distance, about character expressions, about fonts, right? Now, no longer are students just like drawing a picture. 
we now have a picture that has meaning based on what we've just studied. And so, of course, you know, at EB, a response to literature is also a great culminating activity as well. If you know anything about us, we totally stand by doing a response to literature after mostly anything that we're reading, um, especially if you want students to analyze how the artistic components of the novel contributed to the plot or to the theme. And so we really hope that you'll give a graphic novel unit a try this year, that you'll consider implementing some of the activities that we just suggested. And EB Teachers Club members, if you go to your EB Resource Marketplace and you just search the word graphic novel, um, you can pop that up. You can use one of your coupon codes to grab it. That'll include everything that you need to make your graphic novel unit engaging and standards aligned for your students. And if you're not an EB Teachers Club member and you'd like to be, you can go to ebteacher.com forward slash eb dash teachers dash club. Um, and you can add your name to the wait list uh, for the next time that we open enrollment to the public. So use this idea, these resources, these activities kind of that Jessica talked about with any graphic novel of your choice. Let us know what novel you picked, whether you're an EB Teachers Club member in our Facebook group or over on Instagram, send us a direct message. Let us know um, so that we can kind of see how this is working out for you in your classroom. All right. Next week, we're going to be back on the podcast to talk about getting your students to rock their text-dependent paragraphs with a very specific strategy that we are going to cover. All right, you guys, thanks so much for joining us this week on the podcast, and we will see everybody next week. Bye, everyone.